Hello, this is Aaron Bounds, pastor of the Anchor Church located in Zanesville, Ohio. I want to say thanks for tuning in today. I hope this podcast inspires you, encourages you, and helps you to live the life God called you to live. Remain standing across the building as we go into the Word of the Lord. In honor of the man of God is going to be preaching. I do want to say before Brother Gators comes and preaches the Word of God that that when COVID hit and the pandemic hit, uh, he, I know for a period of time, a small period of time, we didn't have church. That was not fun preaching to a camera all the time. And, uh, but we try to be as safe as we could uh, and as we can throughout the process. So much so that we split our Sunday to nine and 11. And as you can see, there's empty seats in the building. But if we had a nine o'clock here this morning, there wouldn't have been any sections that would have been, been empty. Because we try to be safe. With that being said, the reason we did, we wanted to be able to grow in the midst of a pandemic safely. You know what I think we should do? I think we ought to invite as many people to church as we can and the services that we attend. I do. There's power in the gospel. There's power in the gospel. The goal of every disciple and every believer was to get the gospel to the next person, then to the next city, then to the next country. The power of the gospel is transforming. Paul said, I'm not ashamed of it, for it is the power of God. What is? The gospel is the power of God. Somebody say, the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. It says to everyone that believeth. To the believer, it's powerful. I mean, no, to the believer, it's powerful. I'm so glad I know his word, and it changed my life. Today, we have people that are members in this church that are in St. Clairsville ministry. We have people right now that after this service will be going to Coshocton. We have people that after this service today, they're going to be going to McConnellsville. Over the years, we have sent them to Cambridge. We've sent them to Gloucester. We sent them to Crooksville. We've sent them to New Lexington. We've sent them to Guatemala. We've sent them to Vietnam. Because we believe that everybody needs to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. It changed my life. Oh, it changed my life. It gave me a new beginning. I mean, no, he's not in a tomb today. He's a resurrected. Praise the name of, oh, thank you for the gospel. Thank you for Calvary. Thank you for his mercy. Amen. Brother Nehemiah Gators is our associate pastor. They're certainly no stranger to this pulpit. We love him very much. He and Sister Wendy and Brother Parker, so thankful for them. And uh, we want him to come, doing a great work in McConnellsville. He's our associate pastor, and we're so thankful for him. We want him to preach. I did feel not to preach this morning because I preached a lot in the last several months, and my, I had a cold or something. My voice got very, very weak, and I will be preaching tonight. But I, I just felt not to this morning and uh, to reboot a little bit and refill up on my own. But uh, I just felt like he's got a word for us. We already heard from Brother Geo this morning. Great word this morning, our 9 o'clock. We love you. Thank you for being here, Brother Nehemiah, and the anointing of God in your life. We believe in you and we love you. Don't we love Brother Nehemiah Gators? Amen. Come and minister the word of the Lord. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise this morning. 
Come on, he's powerful. Praise the Lord. And today, Pastor, as you was um, as you was talking about the tracks going over, I don't know if some some of us know, but today is the uh, National Day of Prayer for the persecuted church all around the world. So I, uh, Pastor said, take your liberty. So I want us to gather together as a family right now, just right where you are, and let's pray for the persecuted church because some people have given their lives uh, for the gospel. Praise the Lord. And uh, Brother Giovanni, the Lord told me to have you to pray. Would you come here? Let's crowd for our family all across the world. Lord, we bind together, Lord, in prayer right now, God. We pray, Lord, for every missionary and every apostle across the seas right now, Lord. Lord, for the challenged nations, God, we pray that there would be sent harvesting angels. Guardian angels, Lord, would be loosed in those countries, in those cities, in those villages, oh God. That your hand would be mighty, God. That, Lord, your power would take residence there, Lord Jesus. That your glory would continue to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, Lord. That you would strengthen families and strengthen saints, oh God. Lord, let there be a hedge put around them. Lord, protect them, O oh God, so they may carry forth the gospel unto all nations, unto the uttermost parts of the earth. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Come on, let's clap our hands unto the Lord and give him worship and praise. Woo. On to the book of Job this morning. If you have your Bibles, you can see on the screen. Welcome all of our visitors and guests and people of God to the house this morning. It's an honor to be behind this pulpit. I give honor to my pastor, my bishop, and my man of God. How many of you appreciate the man of God this morning and his family? Come on, they're gifts to the kingdom. Give honor to all the ministry and in Jesus' name. Verse 14. Um, verse 14. Job 14, 14. Just one portion of scripture this morning. Do feel have something that the Lord wanted me to share with you today. Verse 14. If a man die, shall he live again? All the days of my appointed time will I wait till my change come. Till my change come. Let's read that on count of three, verse 14, as a family together. Can we do that? One, two, and three. If a man die, shall he live again? And all. Someone say amen title of my message this morning is I got a feeling everything's going to be alright look to your neighbor and tell them that come on tell somebody that I'm not going to be long come to encourage you this morning that's it come on greet somebody say it's going to be alright it's going to be alright it's going to be alright you can be seated in the presence of the Lord Jesus name Jesus name um, 
the counselor was asked what the major issues were that brought people to him. And without hesitation, he said the root of many problems is broken expectations. And if it's not dealt with, they mature into anger and bitterness. Um, that's definitely not the will of God, <laughs> to be angry and, and bitter all of your life. When God has a plan for us, yeah, you wasn't made by accident. You was made on purpose. Like he told Jeremiah, what did he say? He said, before you was in the womb, I, I knew you. I, I formed you. I called you. I ordained you to be a prophet. Nobody in this room is an accident. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Nobody in this room is an accident. And you were designed on purpose. Um, I remember when I was uh, around 17 years old, um, my daddy told me, because I was a knucklehead growing up. I mean, I mean, I got, I got busted and I got caught, but I didn't get caught for everything I did. Thank God for the blood and mercy. Can I get a witness from somebody? Come on, somebody. You got some skeletons in it that's washed in the blood. I'm just, and so my dad told me, man, he was like, I was sneaking it out, out of the house, just doing my thing and trying to party, whatever. And uh, he told me, he looked at me, he said, son, you're either going to be dead or you're going to be in prison. And I was like, you know, whatever. I was just, I was rebellious, man. And I had it in my head. I was going to do my own thing. I was going to do my thing and uh, kick it in the streets and whatever. And uh, it wasn't when I was 18 years old, since I left the house that, um, I ended up in prison and I'm sitting in prison and God was dealing with me then. There was people praying for me and I'm like, man, I, just, I woke up, I'm looking around. I'm like, how in the world did I get here? How did that happen? And I can remember the whole time God dealing with me and, and uh, I, I knew, I knew, you know, I didn't have the greatest, um, how can I say, people that lived it around me at the time. Uh, but they tried, and being in the presence of just going to church, there were seeds planted in me of this beautiful doctrine. Praise the Lord. And um, the beautiful word of God and people praying for me and God working in my life. And I've come to tell you, I don't plan on being long, but the Lord told me to encourage somebody this morning um, that it doesn't matter what it looks like right now. If you can hold on to the Lord, I come to tell you this morning, real simple, everything's going to be all right. Because see, let me help you understand. When I got out to make a long story short, God granted me repentance. I began to seek the Lord uh, and God called me to uh, my Pastor Bounds to be my pastor, and he's my pastor. And uh, I, I'm here to tell you, I'm the last person uh, to be holding the mic. I'm the last person to be holding the mic in natural terms. But God doesn't look at the outward appearance. He looks at the heart. God is a God that looks at the internal. And it's not what you are, what we are right now, but it's what we shall be in God. See, 
once I was an addict, but now I'm not. That's what the world labeled me as. Come on, we live in a real world and that's what people try to declare over people. But I rebuke that mindset. I rebuke, I'm saying it in the spirit right now to this city. I rebuke that in Jesus' name. You were called to live and not die. I don't care what the color of your skin is. I don't care what your background is, that don't matter. When God is involved, get ready for something good to happen. Cause it's gonna be all right. I said it's gonna be all right. Come on, give God some glory this morning. Hallelujah. Woo! Yeah. Hallelujah. And I, you can tell, I mean, they say one of the statements is, uh, I guess the only thing permanent really in this life is, is change and things are changing. And things have been changing for the last couple years. Um, really, when you were born, you know, everything changes. You know, you begin to grow into adulthood. But the last couple of years, a lot of things have changed. And I come to tell you that if you know any, any uh, little bit about the word of Almighty God, the church always came out on top. Let me remind you, let me declare some prophecies over you, declare a prophecy over you that on the day of Pentecost, in the midst of, I mean, some horrible persecutions, uh, when the Lord uh, walked this earth and uh, he ascended up into heaven, poured out his spirit on the day of Pentecost, and, and, and one day 3,000 got the Holy Ghost. I'm yet to see it in America, but I'm going to see it. And I am determined, and I'm saying this because... I'm saying this because not only the word of God and its fluff are inspirational, but before I, I came and, and know, knowing anybody in this church, God granted me repentance and I sought the Lord for revival. I sought the Lord for revival because I really wanted to see an honest, genuine move of God upon the church and upon our nation and upon our world. I still have a desire to do that. And if you look, if you look around you, God is doing that. Anything that don't, doesn't grow, it, it ain't godly. I mean, this church is, by the hand of God and by the, uh, the mercy of God, has multi, it's increased. I mean, not only here, but what Pastor was saying, in both services, he might have some empty seats, but people are going out uh, proclaiming the gospel of Jesus Christ. God's raising people up. That's awesome. And, and that's not too extreme. That's apostolic. That's the word of Almighty God. I mean, there's Cambridge, Coshocton, we got... You know, Guatemala, we got people all around the world that's preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. I can say we're in the last days. It might look evil, but guess what? I got a feeling, no matter what it looks like right now, that everything is going to be all right. I don't care what the doctor said. I don't care what anybody else said. I know what the word of God says. He, is, he said, I'm the Lord thy God, and I don't change. If I called you to preach, you're going to preach. If I called you to declare my word, you're going to declare my word. If I called you that you're going to have a great revival where thousands are going to be here and in the church, it's going to happen. I said it's going to happen. Come on, if you believe that, I need everybody to stand to your feet, if you will, and believe the word of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands unto God this morning. Come on, revival is in the land. Revival is in the land. And, and through adversity, they just, they just continue to keep on keeping on. They preach, they reach, they, they had fellowship with one another, they prayed, they continued being the church. 
And we're going to continue being the church no matter what it looks like. I don't care what it looks like. If you don't hear anything else, it's a simple message that it is. Everything's going to be all right. All the negative and negative people in your life, you ain't got to be ignorant. But if they're going to be negative, just pray them away. Get them out. You don't need anything negative going into your spirit, especially in this hour. There's nothing wrong with the church. I said there's nothing wrong with the church. Come on, and every little pressure that we get is just purging us to make us stronger and make us better in God. Can I get an amen from somebody? And yes, I, I'm looking for the day in the midst of trouble that uh, the church is going to uh, have, I don't care if it's four or five services and I'm just speaking that. I pray we get exhausted in the presence of God. How about it? Can you say amen? Yeah, if we go to a nine and 11, I'm just going to speak this real quick. And a one and a three, if it, if it ends up like Azusa Street and we have three years of perpetual revival, come on in. Because you didn't do a lot of the, your fasting and praying and suffering and everything that you've been through just to come to church and just be there. God has something more for us. Hallelujah. I said God has something more for us. The church will always come out victorious in the hardest of times. Our faith is important. Don't let nobody get your faith. I said I was the last one uh, statistically or just naturally to be holding a microphone. I mean, I got a ninth grade education and I've been addicted. I've been in prison and all of that. But when you give God everything, he's going to give you everything that he designed you to be. Can I get a witness from somebody? You need to believe that. I said, you need to believe that. Hallelujah. And the walls are coming down. And I've asked God to allow me to stand in the spirit, the spirit of the future in this, in this service. I do see, I see all kind of different people in the house of the Lord raising their hands and laying hands on people and they get the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. I got, I got somebody that said amen and stood up. That's the truth. Sometimes it got to get real hard so you can see God in the midst of it. Because the darker the night, the brighter the light. Hallelujah. And in the midst of McConnellsville, McConnellsville's getting finished. In Jesus' name, we had six first-time visitors Thursday. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. We're having revival. I said we're having revival. Simple message. I got a, th I got a feeling everything's going to be all right. Don't worry about your bills. Don't worry about what you're going to uh, put on the table to eat. Don't worry about none of that. God's going to take care of you. I said the Lord's going to take care of you. My goodness. I've had, what, five, five different losses, if you will, in the last past two years. And the church, as far as like the, the building, not the church, but the building, it's been like it's been going like this. But I've seen the church get stronger. I look at them, we're not in our, our permanent location yet because of the construction and we're going to be there, but I look at them, Bishop, and it's like, my goodness, they are stronger than what they used to be. They're a little bit wise, more wiser than what they used to be. All, the, all being in it for the loaves and fishes has been purged out of their heart. They're in this because they love God and they want to see God pour out his glory in the last and evil days. And God has given us authority in that region in Jesus' name. And it is perpetual. We have authority over the devil. I said we got authority over the devil. We do. Our last service, there was... 
a couple of ladies that, I shared this with Pastor, there was a couple of ladies that, that uh, waited about 20 minutes. They came into the building for some reason where we're at, we're gathering, having church. There was, uh, the ladies waited 20 minutes for us to pray for them. She said, I want you to pray for us. I said, okay. I said, what's going on? She said, my son fell out of a tree. His name's David and he's paralyzed. And she started tearing up. We're having, we're having church. We just worship in the Lord. And, and they got simple faith. It's wonderful. And the Lord is there. It, it's so powerful. And uh, they come in. I was like, well, come in. I was, I was like, come on in. So they came in. We prayed, man. They started crying. The Holy Ghost showed up. It was so powerful. The Lord is doing things. If that was your baby, you would wait some days for your baby to walk again, wouldn't you? I, listen, that's a testimony. I want them to wait because it's not really what I'm saying. It's what you're feeling as well too. And there's a drawing. There was a drawing. And if you're going to wait that long, it reminded me of the people that put, made a hole in the roof and let down the person because of their faith in the presence of Jesus. I'm like, my goodness, we have authority and God has given us dominion. Can I get a witness from somebody? And the church is going to be filled. This building is too small for what God is doing and what he's going to release upon the earth in the last hour. Come on, if you believe it, give God some glory right now. Come on, I'm not going to be too long. It's going to be all right. I said it's going to be all right. You can be delivered from your addiction. Your marriage can get better and it will get better. You don't have to be depressed. You don't have to be empty. You don't have to be confused. Because I once was all of that. But now I'm not. And I thank the Lord that I'm not. I said, I thank the Lord that I'm not. Come on, I, I, I want God to bless us with an old-fashioned revival. Hallelujah, where the glory of the Lord is poured out in the church. I can see it all around Zanesville. I can see it all around Zanesville. You wake up and the glory of God has just visited the city. And, 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 and uh, you think revival is going to happen the way you think it's going to happen. And it's not going to happen like that. Jesus was born and they didn't want him in the palace. They wanted him in the inn. Revival comes generally from a rejected place. Like David, you got any more sons? Yeah, I got one son that's out there that's taking care of his father's sheep. Well, go get him. And as soon as he came in, the prophet validated him and the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. David came from a rejected place. Let me say this to you. Revival is coming from a rejected place. And the world thinks that the church has died. But in that text in Job chapter 14, when you read up a little bit, it says, it, it says, uh, for there is hope of a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that the tender branch thereof will not cease. Though the root thereof wax old in the earth, and the stock thereof die in the ground, yet through the scent of water it will bud and bring forth bows like a plant. We've been cut back a little bit, but that's all right. We got the reign of the Holy Ghost, and things are starting to bud in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Just a sin of water. It ain't over till God says it's over. I said it ain't over till God says it's over. Your marriage is not over. Your ministry is not over. Your prayer life is not over. 
and to God be the glory. Let it come from a rejected place. Let us see Jesus. Let us see Jesus. My goodness, hallelujah. Would you just pray for a moment? Would you pray? I'm not going to be too much longer. Would you pray for a moment? Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord for a moment. God, right now, you listen, listen to me, right now is reviving your expectations. Don't let your expectations be too low. Let them be big. Because we serve a big God. I said we serve a big God. And little things, we still got food on the table and clothes on our backs. And the Lord's taking care of us. Can I get a witness of somebody? And he's reviving your expectations. You shouldn't be bored in church. You should be excited. Because the Lord's for you. He's not against you. If he's against you, you would have been dead a long time ago. Can I get a witness from somebody? And God's going to use us to lay hands on the sick and they will recover. When we understand that God is our only hope and he is the only hope for this world, bottom line, he's the only hope for this world. He's the only hope for Zanesville. In Jesus' name, the backsliders are coming back. I'm looking right on the screen right now. Pastor, I'm gonna walk down here for a second. I'm coming to the screen and you're coming back home. Listen, I prophesy to you, better it would be that God didn't allow something in life to happen to you to bring you back toward this way, but better it be that you hear that man of God's voice and the preacher over this microphone through this web speaking to you right now in Jesus' name. It's time to come home. There is a wave coming upon this earth, but you got to get back in the covering in Jesus' name. Don't be outside the covering and get tossed to and fro. You need to come back where you belong. Hallelujah. Music can come. You need to come back where you belong because I got a feeling it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It's going to be all right. I don't have a deep message today, but that's deep in itself. You would, listen, you're not happy right now. You're not content. You might as well receive this message in faith. Hallelujah, because it's the will of God that you be content in the Lord Jesus Christ. You still toss to and fro. A double-minded man is unstable in everything. It's not the will of God that you're unstable. It's the will of God that you're stable and you're fixed. Because that root, if it gets up, if that root gets up in Job 14, guess what? The water's going to go down into the deep old root. If you just stay put, just stay put, 
and, and, and you come to the services of the Lord and the Holy Ghost is poured out, you're going to germinate to, and you're going to evolve, if you will, lack of a better word, into what God has called you to be. This is not religion. It is a relationship with the living God. Ain't nobody making me go to church or get up and pray. Come on, somebody. I love him. How about you? Don't you love Jesus today? Hallelujah. Come on, if you love him, stand to your feet all across the building. That's the word of the Lord in this message. It's going to be all right. You say, why are you saying that? I've been through hell. I've been through hell and high water. Talking about ending, you've been through hell and high water. If it wasn't for God, you would have done lost your mind a long time ago trying to be cute and strong coming to the house of the Lord. It was the prayers of the saints. It was the apostolic preaching to keep you saved. You don't think that word's powerful? You're here today, though you walked away for a season. That word is powerful. But it's God that's keeping you. I said it's the Lord that's keeping you. It's okay, listen, it's okay to go to another level. And this altar, is, it's, it's, it's open. And our prayer together, Brother Giovanni, people of God, I receive your word. It's going to be all right. Hallelujah. They, they thought they killed Jesus. But what they didn't know what was really going on. <laughs> it is the, it, the greatest victory in all the world. Because what you can't see, you don't understand. But God is moving throughout all of the earth. And this revival will not rest upon this end time revival because multitude and multitudes, there's a harvest that's left. It started in the day of Pentecost, but there's a harvest that's still left in the earth. And God will pour out his spirit. God will use his church to gather his harvest into the kingdom of almighty God. And yes, there's storehouses being, that's, that's placed in strategic places. You need to pray in your neighborhood. You need to pray in your neighborhood. If you, had, if you had a beer last night, you come to this altar, God can forgive you and grant you godly sorrow and you can walk out victorious today because the revival will happen and God is preparing his church to receive the souls in this last day. They're going to look black. They're going to look right, white. Some of them's going to look like Mephibosheth. <laughs> Why do you think the spirit of division tries to get up in revival? Because if we conquer it, when they come, when they come in with all their afflictions, you know, from society or whatever, we're gonna have authority over it in Jesus' name. Did you hear what I said? Because of the enemy, if he can divide us, he can conquer us. But if we are together in the Holy Ghost, no weapon formed against us. It's going to be able to prosper. I feel the Holy Ghost right now in Jesus' name. So if that spirit visited you, you get on your knees and you bind it in Jesus' name. Because when they come in here and they've dealt with all kinds of things in society and some, I'm just going to say it, my man of God have freedom, but I'm going to be balanced in this. Quit making it a black and white thing. 
Let me go ahead and just drop it right now. Don't make this a black and white thing. This is not against flesh and blood. It is a spiritual battle. And the only way that we're going to win is to act spiritually. We've got to be spiritual. We've got to be spiritual. Am I all right? Because that spirit going to visit me, I rebuke it in Jesus' name. I refuse to let somebody put poison in my spirit trying to be a black or white thing. You look at me. I am black. I'm mixed. I'm caramel. And God, I'm just going to say it, God's using the black brother. I'm coming against that spirit right now. God is using the black brother right now. And in truth, it ain't got nothing to do with the color of my skin. It has to do with everything of the word of Almighty God. And I'm telling you right now, we're going to have revival. 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 So you might as well get on in the ship and let's fight together. Can I get a witness from somebody? And take it from me. All the other stuff is done, it's stupid, it's over. This is a God revival. And God sent me to tell you, I got a feeling that everything is gonna be all right. Because God is sitting upon the throne. Let me go ahead and just drop this too. I still feel liberty. When they come back, and they let down some things that they had in the presence of the Lord, we're still going to receive them. Because if you don't receive them, it's just showing how religious you are. Can I get a witness from somebody? He sits with publicans and sinners. You've got to be a sinner. Revival's coming from a rejected place. The bars and the clubs, they're going to be shut down. Because I'm saying I believe it because I have prayed that before I met anybody here. Yeah, I believe it in Jesus. I'm praying to a big God. His name is Jesus. He's omniscient and omnipresent. He fills all the earth. He fills all the earth. And the prostitutes are going to come in. The drug dealers are going to come in. The lawyers are going to come in. That's addicted to pills and pornography and a promiscuous life. They're all coming in the house of God. Why do you think God's trying to save you and get you connected? My goodness. I feel the anointing of the Lord. I feel the anointing of the Lord. And it will happen. <laughs> even perpetually, but also like on the day of Pentecost, suddenly. And you gotta be in position, Brother Timothy. You gotta be in position. Look to your neighbor and say, stay put. I'm almost done. Look to your neighbor and say, stay put. Find somebody and tell them that. Say, stay put. Come on, I'm almost done. Stay put. Just stay right there. Don't move. Just stay right there. Stay put. All the anointing that's here, all the giftings that are here, all the talent, we need it all. I said we need it all. And you know what else we need? You see that man of God right there? Listen, I didn't use the word want. 
I said need. You need his voice. I'm not saying that for fluff. He knows my spirit. I'm not saying that for bounty points. That's the truth. You need his voice. And I, when I pray, I say, I want what my man has got, has in his spirit. I say, God, I want that. Because this is apostolic at the end of the day. We ain't trying to please the world. We're trying to please Jesus. Y'all feel what I'm saying up in here today? And I got a feeling everything is going to be all right. Young people, I love being with you in the morning. You keep coming to class. You keep praying and seeking God. It's going to be all right. There are preachers. There are apostles. There are prophets. There are pastors' wives right there. And when other young people come in, they need to be connected. I'm done. Lift your hands to the Lord. Come on, this altar is open. Hallelujah. I got a feeling. If you just let go, it's going to be all right. If you just let go, it's going to be all right. Thanks again for listening to the Anchor Church Podcast. If you enjoyed it, make sure you subscribe so you can keep up on our weekly sermons. If you're in the Zanesville area, we invite you to join us on Sundays. You can find all the details on our website at theanchor.church. Again, thanks so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon.